So it makes it that there's no such bit thing. Tougher. There's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad clothing. <laughs> Here's the fucking philosophy again. Yeah, you know, this is yeah, all the meditation. No. The fucking Buddha. We got the fucking if, Buddha if here. Anyone's ever the fucking needed, Dalai Lama if, if has become enlightened. Ever needed a promotion? Peter is giving it right now. Here it is. Like, hey, he's oh, yeah. twice in the last eight years, and now he's all philosophical. The Dalai yeah, Lama yeah. is back. Dream talk. Mental health. Dream talk. Mental health. Dream talk. Mental health. Now, since we last left you, absolutely nothing has changed. We're still chipping away at the stigma around mental health. We're still calling it like it is, and we're still straight talking mental health. So this week, we are straight talking our mental health, because we're just going to sit back, relax, have a chat, shoot the breeze with yourself. So speaking of the men, along with myself, it's Peter Dunn. We're joined by journalism student Cameron Clark. Hello. And... (laughs) The future heir to Cameron's media empire, psychotherapist and counsellor, Mr. Alan Clark. How are you? <laughs> I'm the heir to his empire now, is it? Yes. Oh, yes. I told you I was taking over. That's all right. Fuck, as long as you, I can sit back and retire and you can fund me and it's okay. It's okay, daddy. You've done enough. What's I've got it, for, I've got it from here. You're fund yourself. What's the point of having fucking kids? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Cammy's going to be like the Dennis O'Brien. You know, he's going to own everything and control everything that goes out. And uh, Cammy, when you do, just remember me looking for a job. I'm, I'm going to write. I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to say my father left me nothing. <laughs> it's going to be like my villain origin story. Uh, right. that, that that one's going to come back and bite you in the fucking arse. I can promise you that now. <laughs> All my life, he told me to look after him, and then when when he left, he left me with nothing. <laughs> mm. I give you the tools um, to get what you needed in life. <laughs> you often hear of people who come into money, or you know, um, celebrities, or you know, even professional athletes, that the desire is to buy mammy a house, mm. you know, or get the parents a house, or look after the parents. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's a common thing, isn't it? Any crack, lads? What's the story, Cammy? You were missing last week. You were a busy dude. I was. I'm still a busy dude, but a little bit less busy. Mm-hmm. A little bit less stressed. <laughs> good. Yeah. Good, good. Some ball of stress last week. Oh, don't even fucking talk to me. The last three <laughs> weeks, I've just panic, panic, panic. Yeah, it's been fairly shit. <laughs> but the assignment has gone in. I never have to look at it again. If I ever have to look at it again, I will probably cry. I'm that sick of it. But I never will. Well, what better place to talk about stress and mental health than on a mental health Absolutely. podcast? I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost uh, like it was meant like- to be. I always tell the kids when they're out cycling and, you know, it's difficult when you have to go up a hill and they're giving out, oh, my legs are sore, they're tired. And I always say to them, once you go up a hill, you must go down, down a hill <laughs> so you can coast on the way down. You know what I mean? So stress doesn't last forever. No, Damn. unfortunately, until December, there is more hills to climb. This mm. stupid academic module is with me until the end of the year. The end of the year? This year that's only about six months away. End oh, of the, the year? Six year. months? Six weeks, yeah. man. What are you on about? No, the end of the year, as in the end of your term, no, you know, no, you no. finished college. Yeah, the, the end of my term now. is the end of Christmas. The end of the calendar year, I meant. Ah, right. Not too bad. No. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Jesus, mm. if it was another six months, I think I would actually just drop out. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me done. 
Now you need to ride the storm. It's like the surfers on the wave. You just need to ride it out. Yeah. You're very fucking philosophical this morning, man. I am extremely philosophical today. You're fucking wax here, like fucking I, I am, like, yeah. It's Norman's business. And that intro was definitely <laughs> scripted. That wasn't all, that wasn't freestyle. You can see, you can see his eyes <laughs> moving from left to right. Of course it was scripted. <laughs> I can't, I can't free. Look I, at him, he's there, he's closing the word dude. doc right now. <laughs> dude, hold on. You, you can tell when I am because the light goes a little bit brighter yeah. for a second and then it goes dark again. <laughs> you must have just been looking from one wall to the other then, was it? That's 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 Dude, the professional. You, you, can't, you, you can't you can't freestyle that shit. You can freestyle and I be freestyle a three out of every ten. week, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, "Yeah, no fucking shit." <laughs> um, no, no, I like to prepare. Fail to prepare than prepare to fail. Yep. Simple as. Guys, off again. There's more, Jesus there's more philosophy. He's not used to the book of Roy Keane. Apparently when Peter wakes up, he's like, oh, I am motivated today. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's yeah. go get it. Day and he just starts giving out. The motivation starts to die. Oh, like like yeah. <laughs> like, like <laughs> you have got me at peak hours now. At 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, after this, man, as fucking... he's rubbing his eyes. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> but this is as good as it gets. I didn't say it was great. I was just like, this is just peak. This is this is as good as I get. <laughs> Alan, what's the crack with you? How's your week been? Not too bad. Not too bad. I was talking. Good, good. Uh, I was talking last week. We were talking about you were talking about going over to Man United. I was talking about mm-hmm. uh, going to see Ireland versus Argentina with uh, the rugby with my Dave, mate Dave. And as, literally, as soon as we finished recording the podcast last week, I was like, "Fuck, I must right." I booked them tickets now, and I jumped on. I booked the tickets. Google Ireland versus Argentina rugby tickets. Ticketmaster top ad Ireland versus Argentina internationals. Click the ad. Go in. Book the ticket. You're in Ireland versus Japan. What? Oh, no. And Which was the game last Saturday. I was like, what the fuck? Like, oh, the hassle I had chasing up Ticketmaster then to try and get that sorted. Two days. But you of... ended up buying, you, you bought you it, like proceed to check week? out everything. Well, because I bought them on the Thursday and the match was oh, on Saturday. Oh, before the match was on, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, their ad just brought me to whatever the next game was or something like that. So, oh, the hassle, the hassle of that, trying to, just to try and get to a rugby game. So they said, oh, we'll refund that to your account. they don't change tickets. Yeah, well, I told him. I told him it was a mistake. It was off their ads. He says, "Oh, that's no problem. We'll get that refunded back to your account." It has not been refunded back to my card. So, um, a week later, hopefully, yeah. So mm. that was <laughs> that was that was my week. That was as adventurous as my week. What about yourself, Pete? Um, <laughs> I kind of ticket issues as well. Um, I uh, I signed up to the membership on the Man United website. And said, right, when tickets become available for the game, I want and go to hop in there. And it's this little box that says, register your interest. And I thought, well, that's cool. I'll register my interest. I didn't get an email confirming I've registered my interest. So I did it. tried another email address. No. Tried another email address. Still no confirmation of registering my interest. So I thought, right, the next game at Old Trafford is Arsenal. I'll see how that goes. Mm. I'll see how they sell tickets for that. So I know if they, you know, give you an alert and the email say tickets are going on sale now or whatever, I can go right, hop on there and do that. Uh, just by chance, I happened to have it open yesterday and uh, buy tickets came up and I went, oh, fuck, heart leaping out of my chest. <laughs> so I hopped in and selected uh, the areas that were red that you could pick. Very, very few areas left. So selected them, select the seat. That's grand. This seat has been taken. Bollocks. Back out again. Refresh. Select another one. Perfect. This seat. This seat has been taken. Ah, this is ridiculous. So managing to go back into the blocks and just scrolling down to find like one individual seat. Mm. 
and then clicked on that more expensive seat and I managed to get that. <laughs> so thankfully I got it. But the way they, they do their tickets is bullshit. <laughs> and they release tickets for all the games between now and the end of December. All in the one block. Didn't tell anybody they were doing it. So oh. if you got in by chance, you got in. It was just lucky I happened to be on the website at mm-hmm. the time. What a fucking joke. <laughs> Absolute pain in the hole. You know what I mean? At least tell you. You know, if there's an option to register your interest, tell us when they're going to be on sale. Yeah, Maybe, possibly, rather than <laughs> just by chance. You know, having to sit on the website, hitting refresh a hundred times a day. Yeah. Peter, you know. if, you, if you want real hassle, try and obtain a PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. That's real well, hassle. Oh, but... that, then, then you'll know hassle. <laughs> yeah. They'll be coming around That's here when you were trying to buy one. Bullshit. <laughs> Eight hours I sat in front of a computer screen, Peter. Don't talk to me about tickets. <laughs> what were you just, Eight hours just hitting refresh like? Eight hours trying to get into the cart because every time a PlayStation 5 went up, the websites oh, they were selling them would right. just die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, Harvey Norman had to, had to take their their social media manager offline because people were just bullying her. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Horrific! Poor isn't that it? Jesus Christ! As if it was her who was uh, hey, denying people the, website, the opportunity. I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. So this is Ridiculous. separate tickets, P. Is it? You, you got tickets for Palace? Are you going over again? Was it booking another ticket or? No, uh, just for that one match. Oh, right. But yeah. they released all their tickets in one big, uh, at the same time, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was just, it was impossible to get them. Just, I went for the more expensive one and I thought, grand, I have to be able to get this. Got mm. that. Fine. Done, dusted. Peace of mind. Now, there's other avenues I could go down, but I'd rather know that I have the ticket in hand rather than depending on somebody else with a season ticket. Yeah, yeah. We'll say, oh, yeah, look, yeah, no, I'll, I'll guarantee you that. And you go, mm-hmm. oh, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And next, oh, sorry about that. No, I forgot. Oh, that was this game. You're like, no, I thought you were talking about, ah. So that just does my fucking head in. So I said, <laughs> right, I just, I want it in hand. I want to hold it in my hand and yeah, walk over yeah. and go, that's my ticket. I can enjoy it now. I don't have to worry about it. So well, um, we got good seats anyway. We're we're down near the, down near the pitch at the 50 yard and, I'm sort of oh, hoping, right. like, I might get the fucking, I might get the nod. It's like, is that Alan Clark? Did you used to play on the wing at Kildara? I was like, I did. We've been waiting for you. Fucking get your jersey. Oh, you've got your jersey on already. We'll get you a pair of boots. Put me in, coach. Put me in. Then they see Alan try to walk on the pitch and he bent over because of his back. <laughs> Alan, Alan runs and fucking just collapses with the pain in his back. Do you know how bad like it is? Falls like I a was, deck chair. I was walking to work the other day, like literally walking. Didn't do anything, wasn't doing anything, walking, and next week back just went click. And uh, I was like, literally walking. No, yeah. I, like I wasn't taking a step up a curb, down a curb, anything, just walking. And I was like, I literally, as I was walking, I went, ah, <laughs> just did noise came out of me. Ah, <laughs> 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 fucking old man noises. Just walking. I remember in work one day, I was walking into the canteen, and one of the girls was, uh, I was walking alongside her. And uh, I walked into the canteen and I just stopped in the doorway where my back just seized. And she walked into me <laughs> back and I went, I'm really sorry. I can't move. Human door. <laughs> I was stuck in a doorway. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm really, I'm not taking a piss. I really can't move. I'm really sorry. She goes, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. I'm going to try and move now. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> what a prick. But Alan, I think you would be an essential part of the Irish rugby squad. I think I can. Once, once you're in the ruck. You know, it'll be like, Alan, Alan, oh, ask I don't, him about I don't his do childhood. Work. Ask him about his childhood. Come on, ask him. Yeah. What he's really ask him about his achieve. dad. What he's really trying to achieve with this masculinity, lads. You're impressing no one. Like. You don't need to be beating up people just to try and look masculine and match up. 
You're good no. enough as is. <laughs> Alan, I'm you're whipping out. Alan has the entire New Zealand to All Blacks team bawling their eyes out. <laughs> Alan then proceeds to cry because he tries to stand back up straight. <laughs> well, while, while we're 12 and a half minutes in, and before we should get, we should probably mention there isn't a guest today. It is just the three of us talking, and we're yeah. just mm-hmm. discussing men's health, because it is, in fact, Men's Mental Health Month. And we are men. That's true. Yeah. Sure, so who better to talk about it? (laughs) You fucking buzz kill. Fucking hell, man. Fucking buzz killington there, huh? Mr. Buzz Killington, yeah. yeah. Gentlemen, let me talk about a few sketches I drew earlier. Having the crack there. (laughs) Alan's getting a run around on the pitch. I'm sorry, I'm assuming the listeners want to know what's going on. Normally, I told them already 12 minutes ago. You fucking unprofessional fuck. He said it, not even listening. (laughs) No, I'm too busy staring up at the ceiling going, he's shy talking on there now. Oh, yeah, and we're doing a show about men's health because it's November. Yeah, Pete did that eight minutes ago. There was no guest. I don't have to say there's a guest. Yeah. It's a podcast. <laughs> Whatever happens, happens. <laughs> Jesus, lad. Have you ever been in a pub and you're having the crack and somebody comes in and goes, did you hear about the accident? A woman died here. And you're going, fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Is that not after crack? Are you aware of the impact that alcohol has on your liver? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how many years that point has just taken off your life? Yeah. That sounds like Do you, you know how many brain cells you just killed? <laughs> Every time I'm hungover, Alan says to me, oh, jeez, you know, it's shocking that people need to go out and get drunk to have a good night. I never said that. Yeah, I've never seen do. you. I've never seen you hungover because you're fresh faced <laughs> fucking 20s. You're yeah, grand. You go up the next morning, not a butter. Yeah. You're yeah. fucking out there. You're out to hang me this morning, you little bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> What's your best hangover cure, Cammy? Or do you get hangovers? No, I, I get very bad hangovers, actually. Mm. Very. Since, since, like, I hit 20. And I don't know what happened. Just like this flick switched. It was ridiculous. 20. Like 18 20. and 19. Man, that's so sick. old. Yeah, I know. Just <laughs> let, let, let me tell my story. 18 and 19, never had a hangover once. Didn't even know what they were. I think my 20th birthday was fine. About two weeks after that. I didn't, 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 didn't even get all that drunk. And I woke up the next day and my head was pounding. I think I'm dying. Just assume, assumed it was a headache because I hadn't had a hangover before. Went to get up out of bed, you know, when you have a hangover, the head just starts going, starts spinning. Yeah. Basically, no, 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 no. This isn't happening. Sat back down in the bed. It's like, I'm not moving. This is, <laughs> yeah. this is not happening. And then COVID hit. So I stopped drinking for essentially 18 months. I think I went out once or twice. And I went out a couple of weeks after the pubs opened in their, you know, their restaurant bases. And mm. had four or five pints, enough to, you know, get me a little bit woozy. Get a little, but, get a little buzz on before you yeah. kill it. Yeah, but not 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 enough, not enough to black out. And I woke up the next day and I just puked everywhere. Oh, Couldn't even get out of bed. Just rolled mm. over, like <laughs> over the side of the bed onto the floor. Fucking animal. Yeah. So I'm I, getting a hangover just thinking about that kind of <laughs> Jesus Christ. There was no bucket there. It was just onto the hardwood floor. <laughs> At least it was wasn't carpet. Like yeah, no, no, good carpet otherwise. No. Jeez, uh, good did you find yourself getting that night? Oh yeah! You find yourself getting a nice little buzz going on and go. Hang on, I'm enjoying this too much. I need to cut. I need to finish this. <laughs> Stop drinking. Someone give me fucking caffeine and everything that might sober me up. I'm having a good time here. But to answer your question, Peter, I do not have a hangover cure. My hangover cure invites involves staying in bed and giving out about being hungover. Yeah, 
And then about six o'clock else. getting a pizza. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, you know, Big seven o'clock. Pizza. Just, I feel great. All the motivation yeah. in the world. And then I realise it's seven o'clock. Can't really do anything <laughs> with it. <laughs> you know, I think I will drink again. I yeah, yeah. Yeah. That wasn't so bad. Was the, dog. <laughs> the, the worst part, the worst part about drinking is the next day when you're hungover, you just see all the shit in the world, and it's perfectly justified because you're hungover. And then the next mm. day, you spend the whole day regretting everything you did the, the time you're hungover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not when you're drunk, you're just like, oh my god, I spent like fifty quid on food and shit. Well, when when you get yeah. later on in life, Cameron, that's just all you do for your entire life. Just regret everything you did the day before. <laughs> <laughs> Regret waking up, regret going to work, <laughs> regret going to bed at a later time, regret that thing that you just ate that gave you heartburn. <laughs> mm-hmm. That you'll eat again. Yeah. Heartburn, yeah. It's like, I wasn't that decisions. bad. And then you're like, oh, I was. Oh, I remember <laughs> now that one. Oh, I'm going to puke. <laughs> going to do a, a cami all over last... the floor here. <laughs> I had a bit of a hangover last Sunday and uh, I had to lie down. I got up, got up about 10 I had to go back to bed about half 11 and just lie down. But what <laughs> happens to me lately is if if I have a hangover, my head is just spinning the next day. It's like, do you know when you're, Cam, you might know this, but do you remember years ago when you're trying to tune in a radio? <laughs> I, I do know that, how that's to tune what my in head radio. is Believe like. Not, you know, it's like, we have a radio zoom, in the zoom, pub. Zoom. And uh, two men have been zoom, zoom. And the next <laughs> hit on the way from zoom, zoom, zoom. And you go, fucking hell. <laughs> I just can't focus on relaxing. It's just head is spinning but, i know exactly uh, yeah. what you mean peter we have a radio in the pub and it has the buttons for the channels but they oh, don't good bring, man. The they don't bring you to the channels they bring you a little bit over or under the channels so you always yes. have to tune it a little yeah. bit close enough <laughs> yeah it'll do <laughs> that was uh, that was obviously a fucking uh, aldi middle aisle purchase yeah <laughs> it's grand it'll do the job close yeah, a good bush a bush radio with a big aerial on it i'm assuming it right worked at some stage but it's yeah. very old it doesn't work now but, uh, yeah. What about you, Alan? Hangover cures. Don't drink enough to you get hungover. You have been hungover in about oh. twenty five years. It's uh, you get less. Yeah. Hung- you get less hangover than I do. Yeah, I'm, I've, I'm fucking totally gone off drink. Absolutely, totally gone off. I was never a big drinker anyway, but I always kind of knew uh, I've had enough now. I'm kind of drinking for the sake of it. Um, and but now I'm just like it's like zero interest. Myself and Ashing had a, a couple of drinks there. Two weeks ago, and um, she had her f- five bottles of blue wicked. She went fucking mad. So obviously, she was well drunk. That, that, that two and a half percent alcohol. Really I fucking is. tell you, she oh, she's such a lightweight. I fucking love it. Like it's brilliant. Sugar. Like. Oh, yeah, it's great for you. He's cheap. Yes, she goes five blue wicked to sell about forty quid. Yeah, she, <laughs> she, she goes, Alan. I'm like, well. I might be a little bit drunk. I'm like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> it's like, you had five <laughs> bottles of Blue Wicked. Like, James, I get the same buzz off a bottle of Coke. Like, <laughs> and I had a couple of James, a but a little trend before, just before COVID hit of girls getting vodka and Blue Wicked and just putting them oh, together. You're right, actually, yeah. But, but there's like, already vodka in Blue Wicked. That is vodka, isn't yeah, it? Like, yeah. yeah. Blue Wicked does not have enough alcohol to warrant paying an extra yeah. five or six euro to put it in with your vodka. Just get fucking seven <laughs> up. You're yeah. spending like 11 euro. For a drink that adds like maybe an extra two percent of alcohol. Yeah, well, I'm glad, she, I'm glad she's a lightweight anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I had and I was just, and we hadn't had we hadn't drank in months prior to that because uh, basically she had prosecco and she had like two and a half glasses of prosecco, so she was fucking buckled. And then she was <laughs> like, "Oh, I can't do prosecco again." That's like she, I was like, seriously, you cannot be that much of a lightweight. But she is, and that's that's Fair good. Enough. But I, I, I just, I, I just don't like it. 
I just I don't think it's like, like drink gin. No, nah, it's I such a depressing thing to drink. Yeah, yeah, I like. But I, I, I drink that fucking all day. Mm. And I, I, actually, there's a couple of bottles of Corona in the fridge there from a barbecue during the summer. <laughs> I have actually <laughs> seen still... those bottles in the fridge. They have not moved for about a year. No, no, no. And there's <laughs> Which actually means they're just at the right temperature for you. <laughs> and there's, I think there's a four pack of uh, the mixed gin and tonic cans, and that's from the summer as well. And I got, I was like, oh, it's lovely. Oh yeah, I get that now. That'd be nice outside. No, and then later, and I'll buy the, and I'll have the ice there. I'll have a grapefruit. I'll have everything, and I'll be like, Nah, I'm on the mood. Spends forty <laughs> euro preparing, preparing for these drinks. Not to drink them. Like, oh, fuck, I don't need it. But but this is a manly conversation. So we're talking about drink. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, let's let's talk about cures, right? Talking I about recommend still talking about drink. Well, I'm I'm trying to model. It's like you just you just don't need it, lads. You just you just don't need it. Uh, yeah, you're right. You don't need it. You don't need drink. You want <laughs> Shut drink. up and be Irish, you fools. You do need it. <laughs> there you go. Look, there's that toxic masculinity. Get it into you. <laughs> um, now, what I would recommend is what I started doing was uh, two sulfidine before bed, and the next day, dioralite. Did you ever hear dioralite? Yeah, yeah. That's what you give to say, kids. <laughs> yeah, dioralite. It's, it, it's the equivalent of being on a drip. Is that is that like the um? The it replenishes all your vitamins, water. your minerals, your water. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, a hangover is dehydration. Exactly. If I get to the stage where I take sulfidine before bed, then I'm really going to call myself old. I'm going to take you that when that happens. I'm going to be like, I know how you feel. (laughs) Wait wait till you get to 23, Cam. It's all downhill then. If if you think (laughs) it was bad when you hit 20, (laughs) I don't know what happened to me. Well, COVID. Just don't drink that much. (laughs) No, I always go a little bit overboard. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll kill the buzz that was slowly dwindling there. I think we could all feel it. I'll, I'll just name it. We had Jim on last week. Yeah. <laughs> you enjoyed that I'll one, kill the buzz. That's I one of my favourite interviews ever. we were doing. Yeah. Great <laughs> um, episode. But, uh, yeah, so Ireland under-21 manager, retired professional footballer Jim Crawford. Um, do you know what really struck me about Jim? Jim naturally inspires. You know mm. that? You know, I came away from that thinking, you know, maybe have one more chance to play for Man United. You know, maybe one more. You know, <laughs> they both happen. Ronaldo. Ronaldo's only a few months younger than me. So, you know, if I get out and do a bit of running, bring the ball with me, kick it against the wall. You never know. Peter Close Riverside just went, immediately went on to Google how to get trials for Man United at over <laughs> yeah, 35. <yeah. laughs> Email info at manunited.com. Hello. Well, that's, that's I why... request a trial. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I booked the tickets for the rugby so close to them, so close to the game. Like, like, I was like, it might happen. I'll have my jersey on. I'll be good to go. Ready it could to go, happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we seen you out in Kildara one day. You used to, you were so fast. You'd run up the pitch, but you were so fucking skinny. You weren't worth the bollocks. You were just fast. <laughs> Slide through the tackle. Yeah. yeah. And you, you never got the ball. The you, could, you couldn't you do anything with it, but you could really yeah. get up and down. <laughs> but that's what they do. They'd kick it on. I'd chase it. I'd put them under a bit of pressure. And you never got the ball out of the wing because the centers were greedy bastards. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll just hang out here getting cold. But, you know, yeah. someone might that's have seen what I hate me. about rugby. I, I, I played a little bit of it. And it just, I know you're always running, but you never get the ball. You're always running in a line. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, Oh, to start again because somebody yeah. fucked up, you know. Let's go back and it's running. Yeah. Just always running, you know. Yeah. I don't like that. No. Uh, anyway, Jim last week. <laughs> um, he's uh, yeah, like you know something with Jim. I think twenty thirty years ago, he wouldn't have made a manager. 
you know, because the the ideal manager was standing there giving you a fucking bollocking. Mm-hmm. But now he's just the ideal manager. You know, he's somebody who can communicate. He's somebody who can inspire naturally, mm-hmm. you know. And honestly, I came away from that absolutely buzzing from listening you to are. him. You know? We get off but and even... you were like, oh, as soon as we finished, you were like, oh, that was, that was brilliant. That was, oh, I love that. I <laughs> but love even, that. Even Rubbing the hands. The, the things he was talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the um, he was talking about, uh, you know, the work ethic and everything and the mindset of a professional. You know, take football, take sport out of it. Mm. You can incorporate that into your work, into your job, yeah. into your life, yeah. whatever. You know what I mean? I just thought it was amazing. Absolutely mm. loved it. That A1 talent, but you need the A1 mentality. That's like mentality yeah, I was going to talk about that. Yeah. He went to the very um, cliche, oh, it's all about the attitude. That's it. But it is. It is, yeah. But it's no point having the talent if you don't apply yourself. Yeah. Hundred percent. I think it's still a cliche. Maybe. Well, even, so why do cliches true. become cliches? Yeah, cliches that's, that's, a, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. No, he he was very good. And uh, mm. your your little intro, even though it was a lot shorter than usual, Peter, with you on, you managed to get half oh, the time normal. <laughs> well, that's because Jim cut in. Oh, I was that's because Jim joined the studio. I through the episode and heard like twenty five minutes. You said you were going to introduce Jim. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> there is no uh, Peter Rod. Nah, not a chance. <laughs> yeah, it's normally about forty minutes, forty-five minutes. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was good. I encourage anybody listen back to that. That was mm. that was fantastic. The, really and the great thing good. was, is even if you had no interest in football, you could listen to that yeah. and be interested. Mm. Because but you know, even so from genuine. you know, really struck me as well. Um, his quote about. You know, kids going to over to the UK to play play professional football. You know, mm. would you send your child on a college course in which one percent, yeah, only ever qualified? Like yeah. That was like wow. That that 1%. shows you. That's what you're up against. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the one percenters. Yeah, amazing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You think of all these guys out there kicking ball around, like you know. As I said to you, <laughs> I told him about my experience of a guy who was mm. eventually signed by Man United. This guy was incredible. But he didn't make it. And I was thinking, I remember thinking to myself after, fuck, like, if he can't make it, I'll never make it. But at the same time, another thing I wanted to say to him was, like, I read a lot of autobiographies, sporting autobiographies. Mm. And one of the most common themes I find throughout is they never thought they were good enough. These guys have become some of the greatest players of all time, used to look around in their youth squad and go, nah, I'm not as good as them guys. That's what drives them. Just to you be know. better, be better, be better. It's a, I think it's a lacking that 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 drives you, that drives mm. you on. You know, uh, something inside that just pushes you that little. Well, bit this further. seems like a completely different aspect of basketball. All the like good basketball players are up their own hole. Yeah, but it's like you. It's all bravado. <laughs> it's all bullshit. <laughs> I'm the best. I'm this. I'm that. And everyone's like, no, you're not. <laughs> we yeah. know you're not. <laughs> well, you, you never hear a boxer coming out going, uh, I'm not sure. You you're can't. not sure about you, this You're lad. gone. You're gone. Once, <laughs> yeah, once yeah. you start thinking like that, you're gone. Absolutely gone. It's the same in Formula One. There was a senator that said, you know, once you stop going for that gap, forget it. Speaking of Formula One, I don't know if it was in mm. F1 or it was in a different kind of race. Did you see that guy that his whole cards went on fire? It was only the other day and he just stepped out of it as if nothing happened. The other day? No, it wasn't the Formula One anyway. I know, I don't think it was Formula One. It didn't it didn't look like it. Hold on, see if I can find it. Was it. Like, it was like Grosjean there a couple of years ago, literally Cammy, in a fireball. Cammy, that was in Port Arlington. <laughs> <laughs> Some little fire racer. <laughs> 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 Peter, there's Somebody just hopped out for in this town. I'm not seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> some lad cruising around in his micro 
fucking <laughs> revving the bollocks out with going around off the spoiler on the back yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the big exhaust i'll have you know they're called bog cars because <laughs> every woman knows nothing turns you on more than a young lad revving his engine as he drives oh, yeah. through the town <laughs> with the windows open and the music pumping <laughs> like so oh, mommy how did, take how me, did you take how, me <laughs> how did you meet daddy in the end well, well look he, he revved his uh his uh accelerator he put his foot on a pedal and i thought he bought this car for 250 <laughs> euro on Dundeal. <laughs> he, he didn't even have a door but oh when he <laughs> revved that baby with his first check as an apprentice uh, carpenter. <laughs> you know, he had a, he had a 2006 he put a lot of accessories on Nissan Micra. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he vaped. <laughs> it just seemed, there was two point there was two piles of smoke, one from the exhaust and one from the from the driver's window. But he, but he had that black ice air freshener hanging from the mirror. <laughs> he knew what he was doing. I seen something very ironic recently. I was behind um, a Nissan Leaf. Um, yeah. at the the crossroads at Slane and the electric, the electric I was looking one, at it right? because I'm thinking to myself I wouldn't mind an electric car mm. so um, I was looking at it and I was kind of reading the back like e-model blah 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 and next of all smoke was coming from the car I'm like what the fuck how does that happen the dude was puffing out the window with a cigarette and I was thinking <laughs> ah come on like, you know you're trying to cut your emissions you know what I mean you're trying to improve your carbon footprint and you're mm. blowing smoke up into the clouds good man <laughs> but at least he's making an effort you know he's, he's not driving the regular cars and smoking He's only doing one. Exactly. Of yeah. He's he's getting a good balance yeah. in there. <laughs> Giving himself lung cancer in the process, but that's all right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's driving an electric. <laughs> now, so that was last week with uh, with Jim Crawford. So it was a fantastic interview. If you get a sec, have a listen back to that. And big shout out, by the way, to me, cause David Dunn. He shared last week's episode, and David runs this Facebook page and a website called LansdowneRoad.ie. It's absolutely everything Irish international football related. And David is just this crazy encyclopedia of Irish football, a huge supporter. Despite living in England, he rarely misses a match and he follows the boys in green around the world. And he posts some amazing content about the Irish football team. On this day, players unseen or rarely seen footage, classic goals, moments in football, loads more. If you haven't already, go to Facebook and search LansdowneRoad.ie and follow that page. It's absolutely amazing. He also produces a podcast as well called The Green Machine Podcast. And a big hoey the lads. Hoey, am I saying that right? Hoey the lads. Hoey the lads. Oh, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a bad Jordy accent. Hoey, hey, man. Hoey. Hey, Alice Euro, man. Hoey. Kicking goals and whatnot, like love. Yeah, that's, that's that, not bad. That's already enough. Better than mine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> big hoey the lads to the Twitter page at NUFC360. They shared the podcast last week as well. Of course, Jim shared some of his stories about his time at Newcastle United and working under Kevin Keegan. And at NUFC360 on Twitter, they shared that to over 70,000 followers. Now, I'm not a Newcastle fan, but the guy who runs a page does absolutely amazing work. Uh, all things happening with Newcastle United right now. And it's amazing. Actually, there's a few Man United pages that do that as well. And it's like to go and pick content from other pages, be it media sources be a journalist and everything and just have everything all in the one so you don't have to go searching around around and you just follow them and they'll give you an update in 10 minutes of everything that's happened rather than you spending hours on twitter or facebook or whatever and uh, i think we had some toffees sharing us as well dude did we 
That'd be my friend Dom. Welcome, yeah. Dom. You could say Dom knows something about football or doesn't know something about football because he follows Everton. But uh, that would have been Dom that Jim spoke about last week of going, I wish you could take the batteries out with him. <laughs> Poor old Dom. <laughs> Poor old Dom. Ah, Dom that's, that's Dom's role in the group. <laughs> to be bullied. <laughs> Uh, we we don't condone anything like that here. Absolutely, on the not. And, uh, Absolutely yeah. not. That's that's the bands. Um, what what's the page? Is it it's um Twitter page? Is it? I think it's just Irish toffees or something Irish like toffees, that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a good uh, few toffees out there. Yeah, a few, in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. there is. Yeah. Um, there you go. I think um, Liverpool, of course, being a, a big um, emigration point for a lot of Irish. Absolutely. Over on the over on the ferry. Uh, I think I, I I don't have time to check it, but I think. Everton was founded by an Irish nun, possibly, because Everton are considered yeah. the Catholics and Liverpool are considered the Protestant side of oh, Liverpool. I never heard there that you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Dom, if you're listening, yeah, you might be able to know. clear that up. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And uh, a big shout out, by the way, and a big smile uh, from all of us here at Straight Talk and Mental Health Podcast, because longtime supporter and previous guest, Carl Patterson, he's after releasing a new single called Hearts Listen Out and. It's gone to number one in the RT Radio 1 Airplay charts. Now, fantastic, Carl. Wow. Well done. Well done, Carl. That is Congratulations, amazing. man. So for anybody outside Ireland, tweet, RT Radio 1 is like our national radio station. It's it's responsible for, I think, 18 out of 20 top listened to shows in Ireland. Like, that's their reach. Jeez. That's their listenership. It's amazing. Mm. And uh, it's all about the battle between heart and mind. So Col is quoted Very as good. saying, especially now in these troubled times, we all need to find a way to cope. We all need, we all seek sanctuary in different places. And Heart Listens Out is about these choices. And it's produced by Col's longtime producer, Martin Quinn. You can check Col out on Facebook at Col P Music. So C-O-L-P Music on Facebook and uh, Fair Play. We had an episode with Col from um, previously Long called Music and <laughs> Mental Health, I think is Mm. Calls, uh, he, he has a wonderful story you know in it he talks about uh, an incident a one punch attack that pretty much changed his life and yeah, um, source of trauma that's it suicide attempts and that as well and you know the role that music plays in his life is uh, incredible Calls just he's he, isn't he a gentleman Oh, he's just an absolute yeah, gentleman. Gent. Just always nice gives us a retweet guy. and a like and all of that. Yeah, yeah. in fairness, he always big supporter does. Of the, yeah, of the podcast, big support of what we're doing here, and of course, exactly what Call is doing. You know, Give that support back. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so that's any correspondence on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. A lot of shares. A lot of a lot of people enjoyed. Um, a lot of people enjoyed Jim's Jim's episode. Even Brendan, his own brother, said he's a great insight into football. <laughs> so you know, sticking sticking up for the big bro. Yeah, there you go. Um, fair, fair play to, fair play to to Brendan and Amy enjoyed it. Um, Brendan's partner she had commented as well, uh, and that's the thing of you know a lot of people not into football were able to go. Actually, that was that was that was really good, mm. and um, that's as I said, you don't need an interest in football because it's just interesting. Mm. It's people. Um, it is, yeah, and this this the thing of when. When people when people are genuine, you know, I, I've always said I'm genuinely interested in people that are genuine, and I'm passionate about people that are passionate. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, Jim is one of these guys. That Irish DJ on DAT underscore Irish underscore DJ mm-hmm. on Instagram. This will be an interesting, nice one. You know, Shauna, you know who that is. Sienna, you know as who I once called her. Is that the that's DJ? The DJ, yeah, that's Shane. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was there or not. Yeah. 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 
<laughs> and Sienna, obviously Shauna, but I'd obviously said it off uh, her um, username before. She tagged a couple of people. Such an amazing podcast for mental health. This episode will be really good. Hope you did enjoy it, Shauna. Sean has always given us a comment and a like and all of that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And that's all the stuff that we appreciate. The same as Orla. She always gives a, a comment. And that's the sort of stuff that shows up on, on people's feeds. You know, such and such has commented on this. and go, oh, what's she commenting on? Oh, there's a podcast. Mm-hmm. There's, the, you know, that's the kind of advertising and the support that we need. And that's on the Facebook and the Instagram, which is Straight Talking Mental Health. And the Twitter is stmhpodcast.com. No, stmhpodcast. Mm-hmm. The website is stmhpodcast.com. So if you have any, uh, a story to tell or a topic you want us to cover or you got some feedback, hit us up on the email. That's hello at stmhpodcast.com. Yeah, like some, some charities want you to go out and stand in the cold and the rain no, shaking buckets. No. All we want you to do is just click a button. That's all. Just click just a button. You're going to see it on share. your t- yeah, Absolutely. That's it. Share. share and Retweet. do it in front of the fire where you're all nice and warm and you're looking at people outside shaking <laughs> And tell buckets. us where you are. Yeah, exactly. Tell us where you are as you retweet. Uh, that's a good idea. Yeah, tell us where you are, mm. what you're doing as you retweet. Mm. And uh, yeah, definitely, absolutely. That's all That's all you have to do. Simple as. No shaking buckets, no climbing no. mountains or anything like that. Not costing you a penny. Absolutely. You're saving lives by just hitting a share button, clicking a like, mm. doing what you have to do. Right, we do smiles and riles, will we? We will. Who, who smiles and riles. Now, this is the part of the show where we're going to discuss the things that make us smile, the things that basically just piss us off. Cammy, you didn't get any last week, so hit us with some smiles and riles. What do you want to do first? Peter, I love that you um, you always explain what the smiles and riles are, because the title can mm-hmm. be misleading. Yeah. Just for anyone. Okay, yeah. Like, if we go, we'll do Smiles and Rise. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it. And somebody who's listening for the first time goes, the fuck's your man on about? Am I left out of the group here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Can I go back and listen to the other ones? I was like, oh, I must, I must go back there and check that. To the very first yeah, episode. No, no, we're, not gonna we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that, T. <laughs> um, um, I, I have... Yeah. I think I'm going to keep the Riles a little bit low this week. My last couple of weeks have been a lot of Riles. LRs. My, my balance has been thrown off. You know, you know, Physically? I do like my balance, but I think I must be plus 12 riles at this stage. Yeah, that's life, man. That's life. Mm-hmm. Well, my first smile is I got my assignment done. The one that's been bogging me down for the best part of four weeks. That is mm. actually the reason I've missed, what, two episodes in four weeks? I mm. think could have been three. But I got, got that submitted. Not overly thrilled with, but I'm overly thrilled to never see it again. So that's... um. That's one smile. My second smile is Kildare Village have put up their Christmas decorations. And I yeah, absolutely love Christmas. Oh, you want to damn, are you? Yeah, even as a bartender, it will not break my spirit. <laughs> Every other bartender in the I country that, hates That's Christmas. Brilliant. Because it means busy time, not me. Oh, when I see Sandy coming down that chimney, I just get so happy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like that. That's that's lovely to hear, Cammy. Because uh, you know, I used to hate when Christmas started early or people are getting the decorations up. Fuck and all you, this Peter. Kind of stuff. But but now now <laughs> I'm thinking now I'm thinking that's cool. Let it fucking rip, man. We need a bit of positivity in the last couple yeah, of years. Yeah, but I was the same last year with COVID. No, you can drag it out. Drag it on. As soon as Halloween is gone, Christmas decorations. We need a fuck. distraction. Mm. Mariah Carey ah, comes out of her cave November first. Michael Bublé. Is back with a Michael new album Bublé for the mammies. So you're not stuck for a present. Well. He started a TikTok <laughs> account and on November 1st, he posted a TikTok of him, like a green screen of him coming out of a cave and singing oh, his Christmas I seen songs. It. Yep. He's finally bought into it. It's only took, took him the best part of 85 years, but he's in. 
in fairness, he's a great man to take the piss out of himself, isn't he? He just does yeah, not give a yeah. fuck, which well, I, I like. You I, th- know? I think he knows if he didn't like buy into all the Christmas stuff, he probably wouldn't be very relevant anymore. Mm. Yeah, true indeed. Yeah, <laughs> ah, there's yeah. some, there's some uh, middle-aged woman, there's some Karen somewhere that loves him. <laughs> Dude, don't stop picking on Karens. I know. No, Karens the Karens, the managers, nice the the, the manager ha- hasslers. <laughs> all the Karens I know are dead sound, but th- that meme of the Karens with the haircut. I've never actually met a Karen that complain. just that is a, a bitch. A Karen, that's a Karen. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why Karen like, was the name given for him. I feel like it should be something like Deborah or Emily. Mm. No. Emily, Deborah. No, I've never had any issues with Poppy Deborah or something. Poppy. I've never <laughs> met a Poppy. Yeah, a there's Poppies name. out there. It is. It sounds like the name of a dog. They're entitled. <laughs> it's one of those little purse dogs. That's a Poppy. <laughs> is that, your, no. is that, what's that, two smiles? Yeah, two smiles. I'm not not giving a royal this week. We're staying positive. Well, I am. Have, have you, you not are, got a, yeah. Have you not got a big royal? Well, I've we've a big fucking royal. <laughs> are you going to talk about it? <gasps> I didn't know we were going to do. I thought we were going to wait. No, you can't do this now. Come on, you yeah. have to give the listeners what they want. Well, wait, we, we can talk- cut it out. But <laughs> are we talking about the same thing? Let's find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> First up, Alan in the red corner. Go. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> <laughs> Might you be a bit busy, Cam? Yeah, well, my my other royal. Well, I di- I didn't think I was gonna be, be a royal this week, but mm. well, maybe am... it's a smile for you, but I think it's a royal for us. <laughs> but I don't think it's really a smile. I will be stepping away from the podcast at least for a while. I'm a little bit um, overwhelmed with college and essentially two jobs now, one of which I'm not getting paid for, but. It has leave, it's left me with absolutely no time or energy to do the podcast. Even the the very brief hour and a half I used to put aside on a Thursday morning, I don't have anymore. Because my assignments are due at 2 o'clock on Fridays. And I work Thursday nights and Friday mornings. Meaning Thursday morning is the last chance I get to hand in assignments. And for the next six weeks, I basically have an assignment due every week. So at least until after Christmas, I'm going to have to take a little break from the Straight Talking Mental Health Podcast, much to my dismay, as I've actually really enjoyed the last, jeez, what have I been now, 25 episodes or so? Wow. I think it was just after 50 I stepped in. Mm. So Yeah, we had Michelle for Michelle then, yeah. five or six episodes. Yeah. About 20 episodes. Yeah, yeah, but say 20 just for, for safe measures. Yeah, I'm going to have to step away for a while. Thoughts? Mm. Um, are you disappointed, Cammy? Very actually, I, I actually like. I really enjoy getting on and just talking, mm. even if it's like just to you. And you know, it's, just it's... to us. You know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll do, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's fuck all. There's no one else around on a Thursday morning. No, there's like, a hobo outside. Get, you get, you get all the, the, the interviews we do, but you get an awful lot of crack out of the first forty minutes, and it mm. kind of you know it makes it makes the Thursdays a little bit brighter. Because mm. you know, there's not a lot of people That's you can go on a bit of crack with. Half eight in the mm, morning, true. like me and you used to do. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. moved a little bit later in the day now. Yeah. Mm. Well, the door is obviously still. always open. You know, there's a. It, it it's ideal for yourself coming from a um, journalism course, obviously, to be sitting in talking with people, interviewing people, and trying to get that angle as well mm. from people. So of course, door is always open. Absolutely. Well, I I was going to prepare a speech, but I didn't think it was going to be announced today. 
I thought we were going to tease it out for the next three weeks. Oh, Cameron has a really big They love a teaser. Yeah, and then <laughs> what, what's, what's Cameron Bam, building up to? Or <laughs> <laughs> well, he sent out one of them dick pics and one of the homies loved it. <laughs> that's not a teaser. That, that's the full thing. The teaser, ha- <laughs> yeah. the teaser has to be like just a little bump. Christ. <laughs> the conversations you want to have with your son. <laughs> You're the one who keeps bringing it up. Yeah, I'm, I'm still fucking baffled by it. I'm just, I'm too old to comprehend. I'm too yeah, old, and think, too autistic to wrap my head around it. If you, if you were on young person Twitter, you would understand this has been a lot, an ongoing thing for about four years. Uh, well, there we go, people. For four years, did, were you aware of this trend? Be no, just, and to be yeah, honest with you, I don't want to be. Would you go into a pub if you've seen a load of like 18, 19, 20 year olds hopping around? You'd go, ah, no energy for this shit. <laughs> we'll find somewhere else you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to the conversation where some lad walks no. in and go, lads check out my dick that's a good dick man that's good dick look at that that's a that's a nice bulge it's all about yeah, what have you been doing bros <laughs> right if you're not going to compliment your homies nobody's going to compliment you yeah I'll, I'll go with personality or you know something like that or a nice haircut mm. I'm not. I'm, I don't go to the bulge. I must say it's not. It's By the not way, where I go to. when you said fresh cut last week, nobody says that anymore. Peter was absolutely correct. Thank you, Cammy. <laughs> Thank you. It's either fresh when, fade when... or, oh, or, or nothing. See, I was. Ha- I was nearly there. No, you weren't. Oh, if you, you don't get a fade, no, 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 not everyone gets a fade. Yeah, but then you just don't say it. And everyone I'm in Ireland from gets the fuck a fade. Podcast. Fuck this shit. <laughs> everyone in Ireland gets a fade. Have you not seen anyone under the age of? 30. Pete, Pete, have you got fed, Pete? I, I said do, under yeah, the age of 30. I get, I get a two-in-one. Yeah, that's my that's my haircut. Hmm. That's all I ask for. The barber knows what I want. <laughs> I don't even have to ask. I just walk in and Colin's like, you lad. Yeah, go man, cop. Just hide Sorted. the greys. Hide the yeah, greys. Ah, yeah. That's all. Oh, it's fucking hell you. It's shocking when you look down the ground and you're like, that's a lot of grey. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> did you just cut out the grey or did you just cut everywhere? Is this somebody else's grey? It? it is, yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you forgot to sweep the floor before I sat down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that 70-year-old man that was in before me that you never swept up after? Half price has, always has be midlife crisis started, yeah, Alan. My fucking midlife crisis started when you were born. That's when I started going <laughs> you should be fucking buying me bottles of hair dye <laughs> to apologize <laughs> yeah sorry about that <laughs> so you're oh. going cam you're going I'm going yeah mm. we, we well, need look, to... you have to do what's right for you dude you have to do what's mm. right for you simple as i wouldn't even like say if it's right or wrong i just don't have the time it to step is what in it is yeah, yeah. Mm. like when when i started i think it was actually you more pushing it than i was that college had to come first and it always kind of took priority. And we said, so when did I start? It's kind of the middle of the summer. That when college started, it'd be kind of a, a grey area with how busy I was going mm. to be. Mm. And for the first couple of weeks, it was fine. And then assignments started coming in. And it became a little bit less fine. Shit got real. Yeah, mm. shit got really real. Very quickly. I did, didn't like it. It was a very easy mm. first three weeks. It was flying through it. And then the first assignment came in and I wanted to cry. Mm. <laughs> No, it's tough out going. It's tough out going to work and being college at the same time. Never mind mm. everything else after that. Never mind the podcast as well. Never mind your volunteer work. You know what I mean? See, I could so, probably do with doing a few less hours in my actual job, but at the same time, I really like money. <laughs> yeah, money's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I value money over time. 
I might might be one of the few people. Ah, you get older, that changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're right. Yeah, mm. it definitely changes. Well, for now, I really like money. So oh I'm yeah, not, no, I'm, I'm going to enjoy the money. Yeah. Be busy. Yeah. <laughs> once those old ones um, keep tipping, I'm going to keep going in. I want you to keep showing <laughs> off the bulge for the lads, but actually they, they, they get a bit of vicarious fucking joy out of it's it. It's a win-win. <laughs> it's not for ye, ladies. This is for the homies. <laughs> what is the opposite of a double-edged sword? A no-bladed sword, maybe. that That's what that is. It's a win-win. Just a handle. <laughs> Just a handle. <laughs> a handle. A hilt. your track two bodies <laughs> to make it look like you have a bulge. <laughs> yeah, but look, I've got the sword in there. Imagine the saw that at the end of it. Jesus. Imagine going to the doctor saying, I'm really sorry. Can you have a look at this? What happened? Well. Right. <laughs> you see, the thing was... Have you heard of homies, doctor? You have. Well. <laughs> have you heard you? of this, this phrase for the homies? And he's going to say yes, Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the sixth one this week. <laughs> uh, so that all your smiles? Is that all your royals? Yeah, geez, that took 11 minutes. Miles and Riles out. Fucking oh, clock watcher here. Oh, honest to God, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Big Ben. He's going to start chiming now. Have I not told you? After 60 minutes. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we get an episode. We've no guests. We're just going to talk. And he's like, yeah, no, let's, let's, come on, let's just, come on, come on now. <laughs> okay, who wants to go next? Alan, do you want to give us a smile or a rile or? Smile or a rile. What have I got for you? Um, Army Royal, P.U. Well, Cammy, you might a little bit. The price of fuel, man. It's Hence the reason I'm thinking about buying an electric car. <laughs> oh man, a fucking a liter. What is it? Like one one sixty for diesel. One sixty-five, one seventy. Yeah, one seventy per per liter. Just so our the... just so our American listeners know that that's per liter. That's not per gallon. Do you, do you remember um, I texted you a couple of weeks ago and said, "Jeez, it's great. My car sustains some amount of fuel." Yeah, yeah. I filled the tank up the next day, and I was like, "Oh my fucking god, <laughs> <laughs> this is just not okay." Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's absolutely disgraceful, and then you know more carbon tax and the budget and stuff like that. And it's, I think, just think it's a fucking disgrace. And this, top of that, rent's going to... up as well. well. Who's putting up rent? Well, rent's always going up. <laughs> yeah, they're they're have they're having a debate in the the doll about whether it should go up by six percent or ten percent. Oh, Jesus Christ! There's no there's no justification. For and landlords are saying they're being uh, shut out. Mm. Well, of course, of course, I'm going to say that. But um, yeah, but like, uh, is it about a euro? About a euro or more is just tax and VAT on a litre oh, of fuel. Oh, there's more than that because I worked is in a filling station and we used to have a breakdown. You never made money in the filling station on petrol and diesel. You oh, you made, made like money it was cents, wasn't you? Somebody made like coming cents in. Per oh, I'm very, yeah. very late. I think maybe five percent of yeah, that yeah. you get. But you make money from somebody coming in, going, "Oh, in I'll get shop. a bar off your." Mm. cigarettes or whatever or uh, get a car wash or i'll go to the deli and get a roll or something that's where you're making your money you're not making your money off off diesel and petrol mm. not a whole is that why like there's no garages that just sell like petrol diesel now yeah that's why yeah because well. yeah that's why they exactly. all have deli counters now and all of that yeah. mm-hmm. you can't pay yeah. a good good deli breakfast roll you're especially right. from a garage yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a good deli roll yeah there's, there's a hangover cure. like it no breakfast roll. Yeah, oh, no yeah, breakfast roll. No if if roll, you get yeah. yourself out of bed to get one, it's really good when there's somebody in the house that's like, oh, do you want anything in the shop while I'm going down? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> breakfast roll, please. Well, I went around to Accenture recently uh, when I was in work uh, in Drada. And there was, Drada a guy, there was a guy in front of me. And he goes, uh, can we go roll, hey? And your <laughs> home goes, yeah, what you want, honey? 
can I get chicken curry and rice? I was like, on a roll. You get chicken curry and rice on a fucking bread okay, roll. Okay, okay. And you the, want there, the rice she's is pouring the fucking chicken curry and the rice onto the roll, and I'm going, you sick bastard. You the rice is strange. The Animal. Chicken curry on a roll is fair. At least here, anyway, that's kind of normal. No, no. Chicken. No. Like well, the actual chicken curry, like the curry sauce. Yeah. And the chicken. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, P, I'm telling you, I'm right, leaving these, when, these fucking when, kids. When we were in I'm leaving them to school. the homies and I'm leaving to their chicken curry on a roll. When we were in secondary school, there was a kebab <laughs> place down the road and they used to do chicken nugget curry rolls. Right? They used to do them for That's three euro. They used to fly out. You'd have to get there early in case all the chicken nuggets <laughs> ran out. Jesus. I seen a lad in the shop here recently and I, t- and I was like, I was I actually going to talk about it on the podcast. So I forgot about it. Popcorn chicken and curry sauce on a bread roll. Yeah. Perfectly normal. I don't want to live that's, anymore. That's sick. sick. That's for sick. all the for all the Gen Alan. X and Gen Z and all of that kind of thing. I was like, that's it. I'm out. I'm fucking done. I'm done. He's gonna have the planet. <laughs> <laughs> it's people like that that'll be coming to you very soon, Alan. Going well, it all, it all started with chicken curry in a roll, and you go, yeah, get out, get the fuck out of here <laughs> yeah, now. That's right. That, it that's... did start. That's the way I had to start this fucking business. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, anyway, yeah, I mean, royal yeah. is the cost of is the cost of fuel, and it's you know, and I've actually had a couple of clients talking about, you know, they're struggling financially, and mm. there's like like that's another twenty euros to fill to fill my fill my tank, you know, mm. and it means I have to be conscious of oh, well, can I afford to drive up to Dublin? Can I afford to take this trip in the car? But the the worst thing is like mm. public transport isn't any cheaper anymore. No, you, that's, the, that's, that's the thing. Is no, like, there like you, is no you used to be able to save money by getting the train yeah, up yeah. and down to Dublin. Now you just, it's shockingly expensive. It's like 30 just... quid or something to go up and down to Dublin from Mullingar on the train. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm kidding me. Like I, like, I get a student ticket, but it still costs me 60 euro a week to get up and down to Dublin. That's only for three days. Wow, yeah, yeah. And then, like, that's, the leave card's 25 a week as well. And it's funny, you go over to the UK and your train could be like 150. Yeah. Three pounds. So what's, what's the subway going, in America? Like a dollar? A buck? Something like that, yeah. 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 Yeah, like the old okay, travel cards tube, cost yeah. like $20 a month. Yeah. Um, but funny enough, disgrace. you know, go back to the electric car. I worked it out, right? Uh, Laura spends about 1,100 euro a year on diesel. If she drove an electric car, it would cost her about 300 euro. Jesus Christ. Some difference, nearly a quarter yeah. of it. That time. is some difference. But then there's the thing of well, how did it fuel the electricity? It's fossil fuels, and then fucking the green part you're coming in, and they're taxing everything, and they're closing it all down. And it's like, yeah, we want everyone to switch to electric cars, but they're so fucking expensive because of the tax and the VAT. And how are we going to? We don't have enough charging points around the country. Electric so, cars aren't that expensive. They're well, more expensive than a, than a standard car, aren't they? Like, it would be, yeah. But you're, oh, you're saving are, money. Yeah. You're saving money on your tax as well. You have cheaper tax. Yeah, but investment. yeah, but in the long, you're talking about when you can afford it. Be yeah, it's the people that can only afford a five hundred euro car that they just need anything they can to get them to work. They're mm. never again. They're going to be priced over. This it's, is this, this is this cycle of poverty. It's the same of like trying to eat healthy. Healthy food is always more oh, expensive. so expensive to yeah. eat healthy. Yeah, yeah. like That's a, a bottle of water is like more expensive than a bottle of coke. Expensive. Um, Leave it Aldi. Get the old, get the old bottles. I just drink from the top. Oh, hardcore. exactly. Yeah. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> I have to fucking filter all of mine because of the lime scales. So. Yeah, no. I actually, that's what. I, I uh, welcome to Aldi's life. Do you know what I was doing before we jumped on? Descaling the kettle. 
<laughs> and the shower head. That's what I was at. <laughs> I, I just drink the lime scale now. <laughs> Adult life. Just, I just pick yeah. up clumps of it and just kind of drain it out. For anyone yeah. that needs a little tip, you can use vinegar within your kettle to descale your kettle. It stinks, but it, it cleans it. It does. It does stink. But yeah. mm. I can just imagine you listen to Daz effects while descaling your kettle. Boom, stickity, yeah. boom, stickity, boom. Oh, shit, the kettle's <laughs> boiling over. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I didn't turn it off in time. Now the fucking kitchen stinks of vinegar. <laughs> they want effects. Some life effects. They want effects. <laughs> oh, I smell that fucking vinegar. <laughs> Did the hip in the hop and don't stop. Oh, yeah, fucking bastards. Oh, hold on. The postman, the postman. Get the door, get the door. <laughs> That's effects with the real hip hop. Hip hop. Oh, that shower yeah. after coming up. Brilliant. Yes. Class. This is postman. I, I may get a phone call from my postman very shortly. Your postman rings you. Your postman ringing you. Yeah, oh, what was my, he my delivering? Ha- right, so my, my house used to be. Hey, Cam, I, uh, so I have that have package for you. <laughs> Address Is he delivering the a package? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's my 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 like street address is the exact same as the street address across the road. Oh, so all my packages so. generally go to his house. And because my house used to be like our house is now split into two houses, it used to be just one big one. It doesn't have an air code. Mm. So the postman gets nearby and he rings me, and I just have to direct him to the house. For fuck's sake! Yeah, quite the nightmare. You swear I lived out in like the back hours of the country. I live in the middle of a fucking town. Yeah, <laughs> well, Port Arlington. It's still a town, right? We have a train <laughs> station. Technically, <laughs> it's only a town because all the fucking dubs sold all their houses and moved down to Port Arlington, mortgage free. Yeah, now now nobody can move out. Yeah, and now there's like housing states that are like 90% dubs. Yeah. <laughs> and one bedroom apartment's going for 1,600 euro in fucking Port Arlington. Jesus Christ. Mm. Anyway, that's me royal. Me smile. I've only got a small smile. Um, okay. uh, have I got anything? No, I've pl- been playing that day is gone zombie game. Fucking it's class. Ab- absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, good to get Peter wouldn't wouldn't understand getting lost in a good game and yeah. a well acted motion captured you know playing you're playing a movie basically and it's uh, it's really good but I've got the surround sound headphones so you hear everything coming from everywhere lights out and then you hear and there's a fucking horde of zombie says after you like, oh, fuck 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 fuck, fuck. <laughs> and you're panicking and you can feel your adre- you can feel your adrenaline you get the cold chill of adrenaline as some lad attacks you're like ah oh, fucking run run run. <laughs> It's the, quite immersive. The, the, the bike runs out of fuel in the middle of the fucking, the middle of the mountain. Of a horde. <laughs> no, top up, see? This is the adult to go, I'll top that up now. What am I, 80% fuel? Oh, the price of fuel no, I'll top now. it up. Yeah, price of fuel on a video game. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's my smiles and rails, P. Um, let me see. I'll give you a smile. Um, I'm starting to meditate again. And I know we did it in the, the mindfulness episodes mm. uh, probably about a year ago. But um, yeah, I thought, fuck it, I'm going to try just 10 minutes every morning just to meditate. And fuck, the amount of shit that goes through your head when you're trying to meditate. <laughs> Jesus That's Christ. That's the shit that goes through your head every other minute of every In year, general, right? yeah. Like I'm trying mm. to focus on, you know, breathing into the nose, out of the nose and cold air coming in, warm air coming mm. out and just feeling your breathing. Is this is this a normal thing? So when, I, when I try to meditate, Shit. you know the way they tell you to like breathe in and out. When mm. they're telling me to breathe in and out, I get really uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. I've all I've always had it. So that's why I can't meditate. You're uncomfortable breathing. No, it's when they're telling me to. 
<laughs> when breathe in. Huh? Fork, I'm, I'm not fucking breathing. Like, you're just rebelling against it. I'm not fucking breathing in. Like meditation time over. So I'm guessing that's not a normal thing. No. Okay, well. <laughs> just, just rebelling against it. It's like, breathe in. No, I'm not fucking breathing in. Wait, because no, you tell me to. Can't no. Say no, I do it. <laughs> it turns blue. I do it, but it doesn't feel nice. Next thing you just hear this toad upstairs. Oh, fuck, he's meditating again. He's, <laughs> yeah. fucking, he's after blacking out. He wouldn't breathe in. <laughs> Stubborn meditation. <Yeah. laughs> Strong meditation. <laughs> fucking hell. I do it just to uh, rebel. <laughs> uh, no, I used the uh, the inside timer, the one mm, you were recommending. Great, great app, yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah it was very good. And in fairness, on that, you're talking about breathing, Cammy. The mm. guy who does the guide meditation there for ten minutes said, "I'm not going to tell you how to breathe because you know how to breathe. Your body knows just naturally breathe in and out. Yeah, you know, yeah, no yeah. point breathing in, holding two, three, mm. and then <sighs> breathe now. You know what I mean? Just do it naturally. Mm. You you know how mm. to breathe. Just breathe. Yeah, so I would say that the client, your body knows how to breathe. Just let it." Mm. Just, just let your body do what it knows how to do. Mm. But uh, no, I, I've noticed after it a bit more, bit more focus, a bit more energy, sleeping better as well. Actually, thought that was mm. interesting. Mm. It's only ten minutes a day. I just have the the stopwatch going, and then I'll, uh, I'll hit ten minutes, relax, ten minutes, take it handy, and then of course trying to get rid of everything that pops into your head. Just that's a good idea. I must do that. Fuck, I never cancel that. I must arrange that as well. What are he's doing now? I must give him a shout. You know, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, but uh, it's funny. I think actually today, it, did you ever have a bad meditation, Alan? Did you ever meditate and go, well, that was shit? You know, uh, well, and that's sort of like you said, the only, the only bad workout is no workout. Same with the meditation. It's like, well, but when you sit down to meditate, all you're getting is yourself. So. Mm. you know there's no distractions you're only going to get so if you find yourself sitting there going oh, i need to do this i need to do that i need to do that you probably need to be a little bit more organized in your life you know maybe you do need to do a list outside of your meditation time and then mm. go through it if you sit down and you find yourself falling asleep then obviously you need a little bit more rest and you only get yourself when you meditate so mm, good that point. was very insightful it was yeah. see you for a reason. For a Every twenty odd episodes, I throw out something, and <laughs> yeah. like, oh, that, that was kind of those profound. years of That's college like... experience come in handy. Four yeah, times, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, seven or eight years of study just for one fucking gem. Alan's going to so go often. back and give like a guest lecture to his college one day, and they're going to be like, oh, well, what, what did you get from the course? Four thirty seconds of insight on a podcast I did before, and, and you would get bill. them same four. On Pinterest, in four <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> From Karen sharing it on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Karen, who did not spend eight years in college. Yeah. That's why she's so smug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dunning-Kruger effect. I know how much I don't know. Yeah, yeah mm. exactly. Um, let me see. Oh, let's give you a rile. Um, I brought my little dude in for a haircut. Myself and myself went for a haircut on Sunday. And... Uh, Parked the car, and that's fine. Went in, came back out, and there was a car parked in front of me, too close that I couldn't get out of the fucking space. Oh, for fuck's Not sake. only was the car parked in front of me, the car was parked on the double yellow line on a bend. Oh Jesus! Brilliant. And I remember looking at it. I was looking at the car, going, "No, I can't. I can't even attempt." Now there's a car parked behind me, in fairness, in a parking space. But knowing that, all I have to do is drive forward because there's nothing in front mm. of me. But this mm. fucking dickhead parked in front of me blocking me from going anywhere and uh i just thought this is fucking 
I can't, I actually can't move, you know. So uh, I rang the guards and I just I got a guard in the guard station and I said, look, uh, any advice? I said, I'm trying to get out of a parking space and I'm completely blocked in by somebody on a double yellow. And he just said to me, oh, where are you? I said, oh, Church Avenue. I said, hold on there, I'll have a look at the cameras. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. <laughs> and he goes, uh, oh, is it the black car there? I said, yeah, that's the one, the Hyundai. And he goes, right. <laughs> I said, you're in the Peugeot, are you? Yeah. He goes, geez, that's some parking job, isn't it? And I said, would you look? <laughs> Every time there's a car trying to go in and out of the junction, they have to pull back to let the other car in over onto their side of the road and everything. It's fucking ridiculous. He said, look, I'm going to run the plates. I'm going to give them a buzz and tell them to come up, move the car. I said, Geez, if you could, that'd be excellent. Oh. Yeah, no problem at all. Leave it with me. About 10 minutes later, chatting on the phone to Laura. Little man in the back of the car, kind of getting impatient. Why are we moving? Mm-hmm. There's a car blocking us in. You know, <laughs> so uh, next of all, the hazard warning lights come on. Click, click. And I tell her, oh, here, there's somebody coming up. And a woman approaches on her mobile phone and she wouldn't look at me. She's yeah. she's talking. I don't know if she's actually talking in the mobile or pretending to talk. <laughs> and she's looking everywhere but towards everywhere. the car. Yeah. And she hops into the car and she's still yap, 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 yapping away. And she's looking around and looking at her. And I'm staring at her going, uh, the fuck? Seriously? Mm. Like brain cells? Cop on? No? Void of them? So uh, eventually she just kind of, while she was back now, she just kind of waved as if to say, sorry, I pulled out in front of you by accident. Yeah, yeah. You know, sorry about that. Are you fucking prick? Idiot. And I thought to myself, wow. you have your shit if you think you're getting this parking space. Move. I'm going to give this <laughs> to this guy who's coming up here. You can fuck off with yourself. <laughs> you know? But yeah, that, that just riled me. But in fairness to the guards, they were fantastic. Fair play to them, you know. And it's probably the small shit like that they have to deal with 90% of the time. The fucking... mm. And of course, it was county final day, which didn't fucking help oh, in the town. Shit. So the town was wedged. I do know a number of guards, and uh, I have spoken about coming on the podcast, and they can't. Of course they can't. No, they can't. And one friend reached out to someone in the NYPD about coming on, and they can't. They wouldn't be able to talk about it. They're not allowed to talk. Uh, They're not allowed to talk about the mental health impact. So you're never going to get, unfortunately, on the podcast... Public service. Anyone speaking, yeah, yeah, anyone speaking in, in that kind of... Um, field. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> while while we're on the topic of cars, not ca- not guards, cars. I've mm. left everyone on a four week cliffhanger. My car passed at NCT. Hey. Yeah, after, after four <laughs> so I, I don't think attempts. I was on. Jeez. The last, driving around smug as fuck now. The car last time I failed, I don't, I don't think NCT I've been on since, have I, since yeah. I told you what happened at the NCT. No, you had the light the last time, and yeah, so you have to go back. I I went back for. The, the third time, Peter, after my car failed twice mm. and went in. That every, would be the third time. Yeah, <laughs> ev- 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 everything was fine. Everything that had to be changed was changed. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. I'm like, I'm just going to go in. He's going to check because all he had to do was pop the bonnet and see what was inside that had to be changed. Mm. It was changed. Was like, this is going to take a couple of minutes. Brings the car in, brings it into the garage. First of all, I was just like, oh, no, no, please don't bring it in. There's going to be something wrong. And he comes back out and he says to me, your dip light is too bright. He's like, Again, he's like, "What? No, I haven't been on the podcast since we talked about this. That was only to you. Yeah, spoke to you spoke about. about. No, you spoke about on the podcast. Oh, really? And you brought it down to the garage, and nine of them checked it out and said, "Oh, yeah, that's right." That and said, "No, bring it exactly back. Yeah. the same." Did I, did yeah. I mention that on the podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I well, was getting old. Okay. Well, well, I brought I brought back to NC after anyway, and it was a different different ladder checked at this time. 
and on the on the sheet where it just like where it says what went wrong it just says dip light mm. and then major it doesn't say what's wrong with it but he was like what was wrong with your dip light and uh, i says oh your man said it was too bright he's like he said what he's like yeah no he said he said the dip light was too bright and i was like this is the guy you, in the you nct get? center yeah and he mm. was like did, did you get a change returning i was like no i got i got the high beam on the the opposite side changed because um that was kind of going in and out he was like, all right. And he said it was, he definitely said it was too bright. I said, yeah, he said it was too bright to blind people. He was like, all right, that's strange. He was like, well, let's pass there. On you go. So I, I think even he was like, your, your man that did that was a booty man. <laughs> booty man. <laughs> was it Halloween he, you got it checked? Was it by any chance? <laughs> no, it <laughs> the passed, ghost of it the NCT said Halloween, though. <laughs> oh, people, people having nightmares at Halloween go, I went to, I brought my car into the NCT and he said the car and, and the light was too bright. Oh, it's just, it's the NCT man. Don't, you be driving careful, kids, because the NCT man will get you. But yeah. he's going to do you for every little thing. That's and what he's you want to dress up as ar- next year. You want to dress up as the NCT dude knocking at the door and parents are going even if there's nothing wrong with your car he's going to make something wrong with your car and he's going to eradicate your life savings bringing you back and back and back and back my 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 grandfather used to say that um, when they're bringing the car in they're revving the shite over and all that shit he says they break Mm. it Mm -hmm. says they they break something just so they can bring you back I heard people saying that when they put it up in the hoist and they shake the shit out of it as well, mm, it'll always yeah. do some sort of damage because a car isn't naturally shook like that. You know, yeah, yeah. Or designed to be shook like that. Well, what you're pisses a me race, off is when people... a 15-year-old, then your car will be shook like that. But like, <laughs> have you ever heard of like, uh, I know I made a mind got done for it before. He had his registration number in English as opposed to Irish. So he had, funny enough, he had Kildare on his reg plate. It should have been Kildara. And he got mm. pulled for safety reasons on that. <sighs> well, I, I don't know if this is as ridiculous, but you know the way you have a light above your regi- registration plate? Mm. So my, my yeah. car has two lights. Yeah. And the first time I went, one, only one of the lights worked. Bulb was gone. Bulb was gone, yeah, but he, he didn't, do fa- for that. didn't fail me on it. No. Oh. Because there was one still working, and it, he said it illuminated enough. He said, just get that changes. He said, you could come back here, and one of the other boys could... Mm. No, no, he was sound. Time. He wasn't the one that failed me for like being too. <laughs> so crazy. there's booty men and sound men in yeah. the NCT. But yeah, even, even his colleague was looking at me, and I was like, he he definitely thinks I'm bullshitting. He was like, whatever <laughs> that man said to me wasn't what I'm re- relaying to him now. Um, I know the waiting room in the NCT center must be like the waiting room in the maternity. It's like a maternity ward. Oh, you're not, yeah. you're not yeah. in the waiting yeah. room anymore because <laughs> you're panicking, you're biting your nails. And... What do you have to do? You have to wait outside. You have to wait it? outside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you go yeah. into the waiting room and you, you know, you give the the sheet if you fail, or you get you show your phone for the appointment if it's your first time, and then they're like, okay, can mm-hmm. you wait outside in the fucking freezing cold November? <laughs> <laughs> right, an hour in. Is that your smiles and riles, speak? <laughs> that's me. That's me done. Smiles and or riles. I, I don't think we're having a topic this week, are we? I think we're just shooting the shit. <laughs> well, we can shoot the shit if I, you want. I, I think that's a topic. Yeah, we can go back and we can... Um... Ah, look, we mentioned mental health a couple of times. Mm. So if you want, we can do that. We can just... Well, here, here's, here's, a, here's a question. Cam, you, you were up to it last week. How's your mental health? Not good. Not mm. good. Well, it's a, it's a little bit better this week. The last couple of weeks, it was really bad. I was kind of just in a hole, getting out of bed, doing college work, going to college. The next day, getting up, doing college work, going to work. Next day, doing college work, going to my other work. So it was kind of just that on repeat for about three weeks, maybe four weeks. And I had just no time to do anything. 
You were a scarpy little bollocks. Yeah, oh, I was in. I was in <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and I'm having to say to myself, don't buy, don't buy. He's under pressure. Let him off. Say nothing. <laughs> no, I was, in, I was in very bad form. You were in very bad form. <laughs> Do you know, it was, it's like, you know those days you have where you're having a bad day and something like your jumper getting caught in the door hand or something just sets you off. Like just root, turn, that's yeah. it. That's that. It breaks. And yeah. you've, you've pushed past the threshold. And I, that's I it had there. that for about three weeks straight. It was horrible. And, there, there's a skylight in my room and every now and then a bird or something will land on the skylight and scare the shit out of me because you hear something <laughs> on the window. And I was doing college work one night and there was something a little bit heavier than a bird on the skylight and it was a fucking cat. And I saw the cat and I was like, oh, I'm going to fuck, I'm going to kill it because I was under so much pressure. The cat running <laughs> on the window just set me off. <laughs> Poor cat. Getting Jesus ready to Christ. climb up on the roof to just fire it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, a little bit better this week. I got that. What's, re- what's helped just having that done? Having that done. And it was kind of something because we're all um all the class are in a, a WhatsApp. And, you know, when it's like when it's assignment week, the WhatsApp is going fucking uh, mental. Yeah. Like, what's this? this, this I just this, used this. to fucking mute and it. <laughs> it's worse because I, I'm not going to name the lecturer, but our lecturer is not very good when it comes <laughs> to it. He's very good in classes, but when it comes to helping with assignments, He's fairly dog shit. <laughs> so we were all just kind of texting each other. And then eventually I was like, right, I'm going to email him. Like, we're just, we'll clear this up. He never got back to me. So not, nothing was cleared up. So, and then when, when it came to one minute past two on Friday evening, so one minute after we did turn the assignment in, everyone texts their group chat and we're like, thank fuck. There was like, there was not, nothing else said. It was just like, thank God. And nobody heard from each other for about a week. <laughs> because we all everyone just, was we did, done just wiped out yeah literally like the month the monday class we were supposed to have just nobody went in for it nobody wanted to go anywhere near the college the class was literally empty mm. and the lecturer that was there for that class emailed and was like where is everyone <laughs> just nobody we're went all in. under a duvet <laughs> yeah. rocking yeah. <laughs> crying ourselves to sleep in the fetal position just trying to book therapy fucking <laughs> appointments <laughs> what do you mean you're booked up for three weeks <laughs> Where are you? Are you in uh, Kula? Are you doing the journalism? Oh yeah, no, it's all your classmates. <laughs> We're doing a discount code this week. Um, yeah, but you know, the funny thing is, Cam, like, you know, when you when you get into professional work, shit like that yeah. will happen, unfortunately. You know, you will have weeks where you go, fucking mental busy, you know, yeah. and uh, it is, it's tough, and it's, it's, I suppose it's about managing that, really, as well as everything else. I think mm. it was more Right, this, this is going to make me sound really cocky. I've never struggled with an assignment before, ever. In in my years of college, I've always been okay. Never had never had to really go for help. I can generally do it on my own. I could not for the life of me do this fucking assignment. It As was in you were so... avoiding it or... Oh no, I was... No, no. I was doing it all right. Mm. But I'm... It was like... It was 2,000 words. And normally I could get 2,000 words out in a couple of days. This took me four words. weeks. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. No, it's nothing. Mm. It's two thousand words, and it was just every time I get to two thousand, I'd have to go back and just cut shit. Like that's it's not worth. It's not. It shouldn't be in there. Mm. Yeah, and that would just happen over and over and over again. I must have restarted about four times because I just hated what I put down on the page. What was it? What was the? What was the topic? We were given. We were given four texts, and we had to summarize one text and use the other text to like critique it. But the issue was the texts weren't really linked. So you really mm. had to reach for points like critique it using another text 
So like, like the summary part was fine. It was when you got to the critiquing part and you could critique it yourself. No problem. Mm. But when you had to use another text, there just wasn't a lot there. And we all struggled with it. And when we emailed the lecturer, he was like, no, well, you just have to go through it. There's points there. Mm. And we all just kind of agreed. There's not really a lot of points there. Well, the thing, the thing that always helped me, I remember we did it when I was doing my, I was doing my dissertation, my master's and you know, you X amount of words. And it was like, fucking hell, like that's a lot. I was like, it's not, that's, you know, break it down by chapters, you know, break it down into your intro, break it down into your summary. You know, you just constantly broke it down mm. into manageable 250 word blocks or 500 word blocks. Mm. You know, there's your methodology, there's your conclusion. You know, you just break it down, break it down, break it down, make it as manageable as you can. And then it's, you know, it's like, okay, my intro, what have I got for my intro? Well, I've got 250 words. All right, there's 250 mm. words. That's, that's that bit done. My conclusion is probably going to be 250, 500. There's, it's, it's, it's a little bit more manageable then. And one of the things that always stood out for me and one thing I've always remembered in terms of your, your introduction, your body and your conclusion was, tell me what you're going to tell me, tell me, then tell me what you told me. And that again, it, it just it just makes it manageable. So it's always about trying to make things as manageable as possible and breaking them down into into smaller chunks that it isn't as overwhelming. Because when you're faced with that of five thousand, ten thousand, twenty thousand, whatever it is, it's like Jesus Christ, that's that's humongous. Like that's that's just daunting. I couldn't possibly do that. I think, yeah, but all right, well let's let's get two hundred fifty words. We get two fifty words for an intro. Yeah, all right. And then same with weight loss. You know, you're not trying to lose five stone. You're trying to lose two pound. Then three pound mm. and two pound and one pound and mm. it, it gets done. Just make it make it manageable for yourself and just break it down into something that isn't as overwhelming. Well, my my method for assignments that are kind of lengthy has always been get at least five hundred words on a day. Get five hundred words. Mm. It's not not difficult. You can get it done. But my issue yeah. would be so say on the Monday I'd get my five hundred words done. On the Tuesday I'd take out three hundred of those words. And that would just keep happening because every time I'd put the 500 words down, I'd look at the next day like, this is a lot of shit. And that would just keep happening for four weeks straight. It was so tough. And I think it was more just, I was so unfamiliar with how, how much I was struggling with something. Cause never mm. you, you talked about it. It could, it was probably four or five weeks going out of year. Generally when you try something, you're normally fairly good at it. Yeah. It's my frustration with golf. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah. generally like that as well. I can normally pick up on stuff fairly quick, at least to mm. an above average point. This mm. just killed me. Mm. It was so difficult. And it was difficult for the whole class. It wasn't just me. Everyone struggled with it. So that kind of made me feel a little bit better about it. How how did you feel about it? How did you feel that you're faced with this thing then that, okay, oh shit, this is something that oh, was terrifying. instantly got at it and capable. Yeah. It was te- like the, the thought of getting down, because I've always been good at just starting assignments. And I know like once I get mm. started, I can fairly breeze through it. It's just, you know, sitting down in front of your computer, actually putting words on a page to begin with is the toughest part of it. So I did everything before that. I got me bibliography, I got me source, I got all that done beforehand. So I knew I'd have stuff to look at to like go off and I'd have all my quotes and my key points. That was all done. I just couldn't get the words on the page to start with. I was just rereading the two texts and the text, the two texts that I picked weren't overly long. They were about 50 pages each. So it's not, mm-hmm. there, there's, a, there's enough in it to get the words out. And it would come to opening the Word doc, you know, I'd put my cover page down, I'd have the title there and the great, I'm ready to go could not start for the fucking life of me and it was just so scary yeah you hear the frustration yeah you? like just and would you normally start like that can we would you normally start with an intro this might sound a bit silly or could you start with a conclusion not for or this or a body and work backwards 
No, but see, my way of doing it was once you get the intro down, you know exactly what's going to be in the rest of the the rest of the text. Mm. So you get your intro down, and then you can just you can kind of just look over your intro and think, right, well now I said I'm going to talk with this, so I'm going to talk with this. Yeah, but the change it changes as you write, you know. So sometimes exactly, yeah. it comes out with a body, and then you do the intro. Well, I could have tried because you know, you're, you're beholden yeah. then to to what you have, and then you have to go and change the intro. Um, well, no, it was like so I've, you, when I eventually got to it, I could get the intro down fairly easily because, like I said, the intro is mm-hmm. normally an easy enough part because you know what you're going to talk about, and I knew what I was going to talk about. It was getting the getting the points out, so I'd have my point there, but the point to be a sentence on. It'd be trying <laughs> to make that one point fifteen lines. Yeah. Mm. remember seeing a meme before it's like you know this, these people saying you know i did my research it's like no research is reading for four hours um to get two sentences yeah. with two references mm. <laughs> that's that's yeah. research yeah. <laughs> and i like, like i actually like research and it's kind of you know i'm a journalist I kind of have to like it mm. but i've always enjoyed that part of it and I, the texts themselves are actually quite interesting but the kind of issue with the text was their points they were all kind of the same points, just in different fonts. So you had to try and get this same point and turn it into 10 different points. What what have you learned from it? What, what, what can you take away from that? That I fucking that suck at academic writing. Well, how do you get better at that? Get this module finished and never do it again. That's how I get better <laughs> at it. Sometimes you just got to fucking eat the shit sandwich. Yeah, no, I think... I, I've come to a point of acceptance where academic writing is not something I'm good at mm. because even when I write, like I'm not, I'm not one of those people that use like really big words. I like to keep things simple because I think it's easier for the average person to read. If words aren't just something they have to go and Google every time they see it. Mm. So that's a, like, no matter what I talk about, I try to keep my words simple. So then I saw this text, which was all big words. That even I didn't understand. So I have to go and fucking Google the words. and like, I can't get into a flow here because I don't know what any of the words mean. So I'm just, once this mo- this module finishes on the 14th of December, once the 14th, on the 15th go. of December comes, I'm never doing fucking academic <laughs> writing again. <laughs> it's just not happening. I can't put myself through that stress yeah. again. Yeah, you were, you were, you were fairly stressed. Yeah. yeah. How's yourself, eh? I was all in, I was all in your head. Uh, yeah, all good. Happy out. Um, yeah, as I was saying to you, meditating, I find it really cool. Mm. Uh, I find it nice and relaxing, as I was saying to you. It's, uh, actually, do you know what I kind of found as well? That it, uh, I'm a bit of a procrastinator. And mm. I don't procrastinate as much after meditating. And procrastinating comes from, comes from stress, I suppose. Mm. You know, if you're stressed in work, and you see something, God, jeez, I have to do that. No, I don't want to do that. Oh, look, here's an article on something completely different. You know, <laughs> oh, look, I could do this but. either. You know, <laughs> oh, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sweep the floors. Hold on there. You know what I mean? Like what that causes lime scale? Wow. Uh, yeah. What causes? I must read this article. <laughs> Hold on. I'm on Wikipedia. Hold on for a second. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I, I'd find that all right. Um, I can be a procrastinator. Um, but definitely meditation helps, mm. you know, settles you, clears your mind, relaxes you, focuses you. And I found the same with intermittent fasting as well. I haven't done that in a long time. 
but mm. uh, intermittent fasting, I, I found it that as well. It focuses you, focuses you. And a health benefits. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Uh, like I remember going to get, um, I got blood sun recently. I, I suffer from an old B12 every so often, which kind of makes you tired and um, mm. it could make you kind of a little bit uh, fatigued and that, but I, um, like even worse circumstances can lead to like fucking depression and hallucination and everything. Thankfully, mm. I haven't got that bad. But um, just every so often you get a booster or you get, a, you can get a needle, an injection, or you can get like B B12 drops or whatever. But uh, just every six months, I get the blood stone. And I, <laughs> I remember the doctor looking at my bloods last time and going, wow, these are pristine. And I thought, wow, for a doctor to say that, it must be pretty <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's when I was doing a lot of intermittent fasting. So I have to go back mm. and do it again. But mm. um, just kind of, it, it's like exercise. Sometimes you, you you get into a phase where you do a lot of exercise. And you yeah, feel great. Yeah. And next of all, you might miss a week through sickness or whatever. You might miss a couple of days because of, God knows what, and then you go hard to get back into this now. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. And uh, that kind of spirals a little bit. To actually, look, I'll have a bar with me a cup of tea. You know, I will get a takeaway. You know, it does yeah, like it's yeah. an easy spiral to go down. You yeah. know what I mean? But um, it's so hard to get out of that. Then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Because you're thinking to yourself, Jesus, like if I if I start exercising again, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sore. Uh, it's going to be uncomfortable, you know, it's not nice, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you have to go, right, let's go back into it. But again, like Jim was saying last week, you have to find your why. Yeah. Why do I want to do this? Why am I telling myself to do this? You know, once you find out, you're sorted. Yeah. That, that's the mm. thing where your why isn't strong enough. Mm. Well, why? Oh, I want to lose weight. Yeah. But why? Yeah. Well, I want to live longer. Well, I want to look better naked. Well, I want to, whatever it may be. You know, mm. you gotta, you gotta find that that strong motivation for it. And that that strong why. Yeah, also just have to kind of push well. through the first couple of weeks. So they're all yeah. they're always yeah. the toughest. Mm-hmm. Like once you get kind of into a rhythm of doing it or into even a routine, it makes it a little bit easier. Mm. Of course, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, who Thirty days. In Thirty days, you're you're pretty good. You know, I think I think that you're on your way to solidifying a habit. The science of it is sixty three days is the amount of time for a habit to become yeah, second yeah. nature. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, like once it... once you're in a couple of weeks, you can still think about it being a habit, and you'll ju- you'll ease kind of into it being more natural to you. Mm. You don't need the sixty three days entirely. Yeah, okay, how is your how is your mental health been? Uh, all right, not I would say not great, um, and a lot of that affected by sleep. Just I'm fucking no good. I'm no good with when I'm not sleeping properly, and then I'm sometimes sometimes not necessarily the case now, but um, that then is you know my mood starts to drop. I won't be sleeping right, and kind of like what he said there. You know, if you follow with those good habits, not meditating, not reading before bed. You know, and that's that's always kind of one of the early warning signs for me where I'm where I'm not reading before bed because I'm just fucked. Get, I'm just getting a takeaway instead of cooking because you're too tired to get up and cook. Yeah, yeah, and it all it all perpetuates yeah. itself. Yeah. It's like, oh, I just haven't got it in me, and then you eat shite and you feel shite the next day, and you're course, chasing yeah. it then of uh, trying to, you know, I need something. Oh, I just haven't got it in me to cook, and there's another takeaway, or 
something like that, you know. So it's mm. the last the last week there was like that. It was you know, it was takeaways and I wasn't sleeping properly and Monday and Tuesday and Ashley's like, What's wrong? I was like, I'm fucked. I'm just absolutely fucked. Um and like waking up tired and um but the the fucker of it is like it's you have to, you have to question it. It's like okay, well, am I burnt out? Am I you know is it an autism thing? Is it is it burnout? And then I was like, well, I was up at James up at Ashling and trying to manage everyone and having him up there and stuff like that and just trying to keep on top of that. Or is it because I'm not eating or is it because I'm not sleeping? And you just have to factor in these variables of going. Okay, well, right, what was that weekend? Right, let's have a look at that. Let's have a look at the diet. Let's have a look at. Uh, was I overwhelmed? Was I burnt out? I don't know how was work. You just you're trying to bring in these variables mm. to kind of watch it the next time and go. Okay, I wasn't taking, didn't take supplements. It's like, would well, that have affected over three days? Probably not. But just trying to kind of analyze it about what what was going on there to to kind of keep on top, keep on top of it. Because when when I don't sleep, I'm just no good. Like and asking sex, we say you are right. Like you're just as like I'm just fucked. Just I've not I've nothing in the tank. Like. Um, and it was a case but of when okay, you, well, like, when you go to sleep, sorry, Alan, when you go to sleep, mm-hmm. are you tired when you go to bed? Yeah, I don't know, well, normally, but you know what, you know what, the biggest factor I think in it is is the clocks. Oh clock yeah, going back, going back, and there's a lot, a lot of scientists, mm-hmm. loads of fucking scientists coming out going, we need to stop this practice. It's actually really bad for people, mm-hmm. bad for your circadian rhythm. You're not getting enough sunlight. That affects your mood. All of this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like we need to leave it as it is. Um, it's also kind and of I know. Yeah, well, I know, like, I know my mood totally changes, my energy levels totally change once I get into the winter, like, it's noticeably, every single year I know it's harder to get out of bed, it's, you know, during the summer, I'd be up there, I'd be awake at six o'clock, and I'm waking up half six, and I'm fresh, you know, and, and I'm grand, but come the winter, it's just... Seasonal depression. Yeah, they don't even call it that anymore, they used to call it seasonal affective disorder, yeah. and they've, they've changed no, the name of it now, but... but I, I'm... I'm the same. I'm very strict in kind of times I get out of bed because I'm always in the gym at seven o'clock every morning. So I get up at half six. Mm. But as the year gets later, especially recently, half six has been a chore for me to get out of bed. Mm. Like really, like just trying to throw the duvet off yourself and get up has been so tough. Even if I go to bed the exact same time, there is something about the winter that just makes it so much more difficult. Yeah, yeah. Well, a lot, and a large part of that is the lack of, the lack of sunlight. Yeah, waking up so, and seeing it's dark outside, it can really put a yeah, damper on your mood. Yeah, because I used to have clients coming in and they go, "Oh, do, do, do you ever hear that sad? Do you believe in that sad?" And it's absolutely, I absolutely do, and I and I see it the whole time. And actually, as we, as we spoke about the golf, and I just I used to use it as an example. I said, "All right, so will you take it for example there that, um, you know, I play golf, you know, so in the summer, you can be you can be out playing until ten o'clock at night." You can finish work at five o'clock, six o'clock. You can still get out. And you can still have a full round of golf with your mates. So that that option is there. Um, you take someone then, like I work shift. My mates work shifts, so we can always get out. You take someone that works a nine to five, Monday to Friday. So Monday to Friday gone. You're absolutely limited. You're not. It's dark. It's dark when you're getting up. It's dark when you get home. Weekend weather dependent. Could be lashing rain. Could be frost chances are you're not getting out there but while you know while you are out there you know you might be out there with the lads you might be giving out about the missus and, oh she's me fucking pestered or oh, she's this and she's that and you know when you're talking you're being social you're 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 chatting away you're venting and you come away and you're and you're normally that little bit better 
but in that weather where you get up, you go home, it's dark, you don't want to go out, it's cold, you're going to be less social. All of those, all of those factors come into play. And that that thing around the lack of sunlight has an absolutely massive, massive impact on our mood, the amount of sunlight we get and how that affects us. And one of the things around, so one of the highest points for suicide is in spring. And you think, well, that makes no fucking sense. And why, why would it be the spring? The sun's coming out, it's getting brighter, it's all of this kind of thing. And part of the... Uh, part of the theory around it is the people that are so depressed in the winter haven't even got it in them. They're so apathetic. They haven't even got it in them to kill themselves. They haven't got the motivation. They haven't got the energy. They just can't bring themselves to do it. And then as the light increases and the energy levels increase, that's when they follow through. So it's it's people on the... it's uh, With suicide, it's kind of people on the way down and people on the way up because they're the ones with the energy to do it rather than someone that's in the depth. That's amazing. Know? I always thought that's it would have been people at their lowest that mm. they would commit suicide as opposed to not having the but, energy to do. Jesus. Yeah, well, someone at their lowest can't get out of bed. Yeah. So if you can't yeah. get out of bed, imagine all the fucking effort it's going to take to go and get a rope, to go out, to leave, all of the variables to, 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 to actually yeah, do sense. it. So actually, one of the dangerous times is actually in the, in the spring, and this is one of the theories of why suicide is so prevalent and in in that springtime it's because now they can actually they've got the energy to actually follow through with how they've been feeling Jesus wow to go go back on what you said there about it um, the lack of sunlight just you know beating people Mm. in Ireland as well the winter means rain and a lot of rain Mm. so like Mm. for for essentially three months you can't really leave the house to do anything because you know if it's just cold out it's grand you can put a jacket on you can wrap up you Mm. can still go out for a walk in Ireland, we're just hit with rain. You can't go out because you you get soaked. Mm. So it makes it that there's no such thing. Tougher. There's no such thing as bad weather. It's just bad clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the fucking philosophy again. Oh, you know, this is yeah, all the meditation. Flying. The fucking Buddha. God. We got the fucking if, Buddha if here. Anyone's ever the fucking needed, Dalai Lama if, has if become enlightened. Ever needed a promotion? <laughs> Peter is giving it right now. Here it is, like hey, meditated twice in the last eight years, and now he's all philosophical. The Dalai yeah, Lama is yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you those I'm doing. I'm gonna do drive-by communions, confessions, blessings, the full whack. <laughs> I may be leaving the podcast, but Peter's starting a new one. It's just called Positive <laughs> Ten Minutes. Positive exactly, Pete. Yeah. Positive Pete. There you go. Just comes on, drops words of wisdom. Mic drop. Bang. <laughs> Your quote of the day: Be happy. Yeah. Boom. There you go. Like like Johnny Cope notes. I'll text you every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Stop being sad. Wow. <laughs> wow <laughs> we we should do a straight talking mental health version of that you know send people like daily inspirational messages emails mm. or whatever and it should be shit like stop trying to fucking kill yourself <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you try cheering up today yeah, yeah. cop on imagine, imagine if jd had it you know it was like after the first one it's like it's not for you don't do it you're terrible at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just admit you know find something else much, keep on much living like me at academic writing you cannot yeah. do this who do we have um ah <laughs> uh, who do we have p on the uh was it one of the borderline episodes as well was it Sean, pam was, was it? it no no uh was it um, oh pam yeah yeah she we tried had, to outrun well, we the lewis 
That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she tried a few times, and I think you said it's like, yeah, it's not for you. Just <laughs> let it go. Like. No, I think that was you who said it. In fairness, <laughs> was it all right? Yeah, yeah. 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 that sounds like it's not for <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not appropriate to say. It's definitely going to come out balance mode. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm. But yeah, it's a sleep and the sunlight, and you know we're we're coming into those months, and I see it myself. I see it myself in practice. Once the clocks go back, the phone's hopping. Yeah, mm. once the kids go back to school, and then when too. the clocks go back, yeah. So like generally, like you were saying, people that work nine to five, they're not coming home while it's bright out. No, pitch black. Yeah, you're getting up, it's pitch black. Yeah, you're fucking stuck in traffic, obviously, because their traffic's are worse because the weather's bad. Yeah. You're stuck in traffic, and it's just it all just begets itself, like. Mm-hmm. No, well, I found like as soon as my routine wavers, it, it really has an effect on me. Even in the slightest part yeah. of fight, I don't work out on Wednesday. Just I'm, I'm too busy to work out. I can't even don't even get an hour because I've got I'm busy in working and I'm busy in college. Try after I work out the other six days. If on any of those other six days I don't work out, my day is done. I'm I'm having a mm-hmm. bad day. And it was like remember we had Mark on. He talked about um how he suffered with OCD and if one of yeah. his little habits, if he couldn't get it that day was done for him. He was ruined. That's yeah. kind of how I feel in this way. Like if my routine waivers, even the smallest bit, my mental health just dips, takes mm. such a decline. It's so quick as well. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I, I look for those early warning signs and I haven't been meditating and I haven't been reading and because I'm just so tired. And are you, from work are you not sleeping or are you just having bad sleep? No, I'm all, I'm okay now, but I'm waking, I'm just waking up in the middle of the night. I'm always mm. waking up around between three and four o'clock, wake up, check the time, go back to sleep, and then I'll do the same. And The worst uh, part of that is your body will form a habit of doing it. The more it happens, your body will start to form a habit. And it will yeah, just continuously yeah. happen until you somehow break yeah, it. Yeah, but thankfully, thankfully, I'm going back to sleep. So right. I've even, um, I don't even check the time on my phone. I have one of those. And you're, if you think back many, many months ago, one of my smiles was I bought a sleep mask for the summer and I bought a wake-up clock, a sunlight clock, for the winter, so that's mm. that's is the wake up clock the one that like now. wakes you up very gradually. Is that yeah, that one? Yeah. It, it, uh, yeah, the light gets the light gets brighter. Yeah. Um, mm. So that's that's I've been <laughs> you know this is what I've been building toward because I know it's no it's good. It's gonna hit you, you like, know, in, yeah. And is this yeah, every so. year? Is this like a, a constant with you? Every year, yeah, yeah. yeah. I fucking hate it. I hate the winter. It's everlasting. Your bottles are the same. It would just you just get miserable in this weather. I don't like the cold and like. Just I'm no I'm no good for this for this time of year at mm. all, um, and, and and I know I'm not alone because as I said my phone and emails never fucking stop at, at this time of year. Then and people coming into me go I fucking hate this like it's people are coming in saying Jesus miserable out there isn't it? it's horrible and uh, but someone said to me yesterday someone down at work uh, it's like oh Jesus it's cold out there like, and I just said at least it's not raining <laughs> I don't care as long as yeah. as long as, no, as it's I'm, not I'm raining. I'm the same yeah. like I don't, I don't mind when it's cold because like I said you can wrap up. When the rain hits, yeah. it, that that just cancels so much. Any opportunity yeah. you have to do something, it's gone when it rains. Yeah, mm. uh, that's Ireland for you. It is. Sure, what to say? Be a grand little country if you could put a roof on it. Mm. You need to start start flying south for the winter, like a good swallow. That's what you yeah. I'm gonna to fucking do. I'm gonna winter in Lanzarote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably probably be a lot cheaper than trying to live here for the winter. That's the <laughs> fucking right, truth. <laughs> <laughs> that is the truth. Uh, uh. Now, that was straight talking our mental health. We hope you liked what you heard. If you do, give us a rating, leave a comment. 
If you think someone you know would benefit from this podcast and share it with them, tell them about it, stick it on your social media pages. It could make a big difference in their lives. And of course, as always, we'd love to hear from you. If there's anything you want us to cover, to discuss, you have a story to tell, we want to hear from you. Get in touch by email, hello at stmhpodcast.com. You can get us on Twitter. We are stmhpodcast on Twitter. Are we? We are stmhpodcast. Yeah, right. we? yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram as well. Big shout out to Fiona Bryan for all the podcast music. An amazing producer, beat maker. Get him on FOB Beats on Facebook. And uh, we normally leave an inspirational quote up to our guests. But uh, I think we should throw Cami under the bus today. What do you think? Mm, go for it. Yeah. Give us something inspirational, Cami. Um, words of wisdom. Words Life of, learnings. Words of wisdom. Something from even the last week. If you're struggling like I was for the last three weeks, try and find something to take your mind off everything. Something you really enjoy, even if it's just getting shit food. Just get something once, just to kind of feel a little bit of normality back in your life. Bit of self care. Mm. Cool. Alan, your cue. Jerry Springer. Your little signature line. (laughs) 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 Well, I think, yeah, I think from what uh, everything we've been talking about there, and it's the reason why I say it look after yourself and each other. So we do need to look after ourselves first. Um, And it is important, as as Cammy said, to. Sometimes self care is getting the takeaway. You know, sometimes it's, it's 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 not putting yourself under pressure to cook dinner and just take the it's okay to take the foot off the off the pedal. So in doing that, look after yourself and look after each other. Mental health. Mental health. Mental health.